Hello, world, and thank you for joining me today. This is Shelley Shearer, and you are listening to the podcast Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda, where if I've experienced it, I'm going to share it with you. If I've learned it, I'm going to tell you about it, and always some education along the way. Good morning, world. Shelley Shearer here, and it is great to be back. I've just come back from two weeks' vacation, and I have to say, it wasn't really the best vacation of my life. Um, in fact, let's, let's, let's go with this. I have spent all morning answering 300 emails and just trying to get life back into a sense of order. It's very important that my life has order. It's part of my personality. And I opened my um, meditation book just to see if things were aligned with what I wanted to chat about today. And sure enough, today's August 15th uh, little splurb was on spinning our wheels is part of getting unstuck. I swear. This book just tends to align with where I am in life. So why do you ask me, was it a hard vacation? Well, I'm not going to lie. It's exhausting. My husband is just, he's not like I am. And he lives for that vacation. and He lives for being there already. So the journey to get there and everything that's entailed to get there, that's all a stress for him. So as it turned out, it was very stressful walking out the door. Our son came home from South Africa, had to grab him at the airport. His flight was delayed. We were late getting going. We're in the middle of this renovation in our home. And my poor husband is just ready to flip a lid and uh, gets me all riled up. And I walk out the door without half of the things I need. We get to Penticton, which is about a five-hour drive, and uh, about six and a half hours later because there were some issues. And I'm like, Wow. So what do you do in your life with your limitations? Maybe that's not quite how I wanted to state that, but let's put it this way. I recognize now with some of my, uh, I don't like the word limitations, but I have, I have to be aware uh, now. I have certain memory issues And, you know, I guess they are limitations. You know, if you don't like that term, well, they really are. I have limitations physically and mentally in my life now due to an illness called fibromyalgia. And at my age, I guess, really is part of it as well. We we get older and we we do tend to need to slow down a little bit. Not as much as I have, unfortunately, but, uh, but a little bit. And getting very flustered and getting a lot of anxiety going just completely inhibits my memory. Like, it, it just shuts right down. It's like... Something that was on my mind 13 seconds ago was just gone. So yes, leaving the house in a rush like that and in a snit and almost having a freaking fight with my spouse doesn't bode well for how things go. And then we arrived where we're going and company was on our doorstep and it just never stopped for two weeks. So I spent half of it crashing and recovering and crashing and recovering and thinking at the end of the vacation, I'm never doing that again. Never. Never. However... Let's talk about getting unstuck. Now, two things happened on this particular vacation. Two of my very dear girlfriends came and visited with me. And that's kind of a little bit relating to what was going on in the meditation today. They have not been pulled on page into my new direction in life. And I needed to get their guidance and their counsel. They're both girlfriends. Uh, One of them, actually, is a professional coach. She's got a, a certificate from Royal Roads University, and she's amazing. My other girlfriend just has an incredible amount of insight and runs her own business as well and has known me since I was seven years of age. So there's a lot of history there and she can kind of see my strengths and weaknesses quite clearly, even though her perception of me is not clouded or tainted, but colored. You have to remember, 
you're going to have different relationships with people that have known you forever, like family, than people that just meet you. Because everything, and we got talking about this on this trip, everything that that person sees you, the point of view they see you from, is through the filter of all their experiences of you. Okay? Now, if you have great parents and they are willing to understand that you grow as a person and you change, that is a wonderful enveloping type relationship to have someone that has that history of you however if you do have people in your family or people that know you and all they do is bring up all your mistakes from the past you know what that's that can be a very very negative negative type of relationship and that's not healthy and there's there's things you need to do about that but that's that's a different podcast but these friends this one particular friend has known me since this small age and uh and she's of the former. She sees me through the trials and the tribulations to what I've grown into, still knows my personality, and does a fabulous job of um, support analysis. Shelly, this is what I'm seeing. What do you think? Feedback. And my other girlfriend, that's the coach, same thing. What brought you to this decision? How are you doing through here? So the first week of the vacation was hell on wheels. I swore I was never going back to Penticton. I was done with this particular type of vacation. Now, to give you a little history, Penticton is in the Okanagan Valley. It is, is a spectacular place in beautiful British Columbia in Canada for my uh, foreign listeners. And it's a lot like Napa in the fact that it has a wine country, a very tiny, tiny wine country compared to the Napa, but it's, it's known for wine country. It used to be known as fruit. A glacier went through that area, you know, billion years ago, whatever. And it created this most amazing valley, huge lakes, fabulous terroir for, uh, for growing grapes and a desert-like climate. It is, it's just, it is just God's place on earth, I swear. It's just, I love it up there. It's like a second home. And speaking of homes, my family still owns a home up there. However, it is original 1962 and has never been updated and is literally falling apart on its foundation. And I have to say, I struggle with that. My parents and I have very different attitudes about these types of things. Um, I just don't like living in the unkempt and things that need to be fixed should be fixed. And if you have the wherewithal to get them done, get them done. And my parents do and they don't. And I just think, why would you want to come to this old house that the electrical is you know, burning out and the taps are leaking and there's no air conditioning? And I'm thinking, wow. So very, very different places where care and concern and money are spent is in my family we have very very different attitudes of priorities so i struggle with that and the house is really getting old now we have some terrible forest fires up there that made everything very smoky on top of it which wasn't contributing to my health but the bottom line was the first week we arrived stressed my husband's you know raring to party with his friends and live all day at the beach with a beer in his hand and i'm ready to just curl up with a book for three or four days and not speak to anybody (laughs) very very different Where this relates to the book in the meditation was getting unstuck because the first five days, that is how I was. I was incredibly stuck. I was angry. I was bitter. I'm struggling with a huge project at home. I am working with my coach right now and launching a coaching program September 15th approximately. I'll give you more details on that later. For those of you that are looking for that help to get from A to B in your health uh, nutrition and lifestyle. I'm going to start an eight-week uh, course. We're going to do a beta, so I'll be offering it for $97 for the eight weeks. Every there'll be a weekly group call. It'll be recorded. There will be a, a fake private Facebook group for us and a website that you'll have member access to over time. So 
a huge project I've taken on and need to launch this in a time when we are, you know, renovations, renter moved out, got exchange students arriving first week in September, and we're two weeks on vacation, little overwhelmed. So sometimes, I don't know about in your life, but in my life getting stuck is sometimes where I am stuck in the overwhelm. I'm stuck in the high gear. And like I've mentioned many times, if you've listened to my podcast about the chaos cycle, you need to work through the four areas of life. And it, it's, a constant, it's a constant cycle. In fact, it really became clear to me again a couple of weeks back when I was listening to um, Jim Rohn speak. And, <clears throat> excuse me, I apologize. <clears throat> and he talks about the four seasons and how, you know, if you don't do what you need to do in each season, you're going to have a little trouble. If you're not sowing, you're not reaping. And the people that really somehow get it in their head that winter's never going to come, it's like, well, I hate to break this to you, but it follows fall every year. Every year. So you sort of need to be on that page mentally. It's a mindset change. And so these sorts of things are going on in my life. And as much as I'm going forward and into action, there's also times when that overwhelming comes along and I'm stuck again back into, into in the mire, I feel like I can't move forward again. And really all it is, is changing your mind a little bit and making a plan. Okay. So on that note, what Melody Beattie says today is sometimes we need to spin our wheels because it helps us get unstuck. It's no different than just being in a vehicle and you're in the mud and you're spinning your wheels and you think I'm going nowhere. And then all of a sudden it catches and it grips and your car shoots forward. That's great. And life is like that so often. So very, very often. Remember, eventually the sun will come out and the mud will dry, for starters. If, not, if all else fails, you can always put a pair of chains on those tires. You can always get a two-by-four with a couple of friends and get the car out of the muck. Your life is no different at all. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about friends. Because I was able to do some one-on-one -on -one brainstorming with these two girlfriends, it really changed my perspective this week because I really was looking forward to that portion of it. So that part of the vacation was wonderful. These are girlfriends that do not live really, really close to me. One of them, of course, lives up there and that's, you know, five, six hours away. So I don't see her all the time. And I rely on these people for guidance and, uh, and wisdom. And I'd really been looking forward to sharing what's, you know, what's up and coming with the new with the podcast and with the with the new uh, website and with the new course being launched. That for me is like getting the two by fours under the tires and getting the car out of the mud. Because I have an amazing husband who is a huge rock and support network, but he is not the one that I brainstorm that sort of stuff off of. We have, that's not our dynamic in our marriage. In fact, and, and especially right now, since I'm overwhelming him with this renovation, he is not really the big picture guy. That is the role I play in this marriage. He is a huge support. He has a heart of gold. He loves on everyone forever. He is, he makes my life possible, hands down. But it's really hard for him when I'm on a treadmill and I've got a goal because he's like, whoa, 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 slow down. What about this? And it's like, no, this, we have deadlines and they need to be met. And this is the bigger picture. If we don't do this, A equals B, B is going to take us to M. That is my area of expertise. And I need him to support me in that. But when I'm overwhelming him with deadlines, like we're doing with this rental, that is so tight because of these students that are arriving, that is very hard now on him. Now he's feeling overwhelmed and put upon a little bit. So there's always trying to find that balance in all of our lives. I'm a go-getter 
A-type personality and achiever. I understand that. He is a supporter, full of compassion and uh, common sense. So for Keith, you know, there's a problem, you solve it. For me, there's a problem. There are multiple solutions. Which one is best? Take four steps back, perhaps five. That's why I teach the one, three, five rule. You know, each each decision has a consequence, which is the best road to walk down. Okay, you following the difference in those those ways of thinking? Both personalities are needed. Both have incredible strengths. But it's again back to the awareness and why I talk so much about awareness and not living in regret. Because we need to be aware of our strengths. So many times, and I'll just do a little segue on marriage here. People get married five years down the road. They're separated and there's a divorce. Nine times out of ten, if it's not money or <laughs> or family that's interfered with or kids that have uh, caused a lot of that stress and hardship that's going on in that relationship, it's complete lack of understanding of what the other person brings to the relationship. Now, I'm not going to lie. I struggle in mine for 18 years sometimes. There, When you are very dynamically different people like my husband and I are, there are times when I need my the girlfriends or the friends and the mentors to, to slow me down and say, hey, we need to redo the list, you know, the balance sheet of debits and credits. Why are you in this relationship? Why have you chosen this career? Why do you live where you live? These are things that should be conscious for you, not unconscious. The second you start living unconsciously is when you start looking around thinking nothing's the way you want it. And life looks greener on the other side. Well, you know what? The grass is always greener over the septic tank. And someone else's yard is always going to look better than yours because you're not the one that's having to keep it clean. Always the deal. Food always tastes better when someone else cooks it. So being aware of what other people bring to your life in the relationship is very, very important, especially in a marriage. There are lots of negatives. Nobody's perfect. You fall in love with people and you have to take the good with the bad. The ability here to keep a strong marriage and relationship, whether it be work, children, marriage, doesn't matter, is understanding people's strengths and weaknesses, playing to the strengths, understanding the weaknesses, sometimes working around them, and loving people through it. Okay, so that's my little segue on relationships. So I really had a good job of getting very unstuck, but I came home to just, you know, a huge list and thinking, oh boy, now what? Now what? So the question is, I guess, a little bit here that you might also want to ask yourself is, why do I go on that particular vacation? There's very little about it as far as destined. There's 50% of it I absolutely loathe. Let me rephrase that. I love the lake. I love our friends. I love wine country. But what happens is we get there and it's just a different, little bit different lifestyle. There's just a lot of drinking, which I don't do anymore. When I do, it makes me sick. So I partook. I got sick. There are lifestyle ch- things part, that are part of that relationship. This, 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 um, relationship, sorry, vacation, this rela- vacation is all about my husband, but it's my home. It's, it's, you know, it's my second home, but we want to be doing different things. So that's always, that's always a little bit tough. And then I ask myself, you know, I'm, I don't want to go on this vacation again. Why am I doing this? Well, before you knee jerk about anything in your life, stand back, which I've had to do the last 24 hours and say, what was the good you took out of it? Could you do it better next time? Now, this has become an annual thing. So I have every every opportunity to redo this vacation again. But I want to live in the moment. I want to be grateful for the fantastic game of golf I had with our friends. It was just the four of us. It was so lovely. Unfortunately, I got heat exhaustion 
and um, not stroke. I didn't end up in the hospital and was sick as a dog. Came home vomiting all evening. Luckily, finally got some fluids down. Keith, you know, Keith looked after me, but I was so sick. The golf game was great. I'm just going to focus on the golf game. Same thing with when I talk about perhaps, I've talked about this before, doing physical things. I miss all the things I used to be able to do, but I got up in the water skis, did a couple other things, couldn't lift my arms for two days. <laughs> was it worth it? Darn straight it was. So living in the moments about enjoying that moment and having that memory, because even though that is going into the past, but you want those experiences and enjoying them for what they are at that moment in time. So that is where I had to take a moment since being home to do a little analysis of what went right, what went wrong. How could this be improved? Okay, not much I can do about the old house. It doesn't belong to me. It belongs to my parents and they're never going to do anything with it. Uh, we found a little way to cope with the heat a little better. There was a second air conditioning unit and although it's a bit of a work to set it up in a window, once we did everyone was sleeping better and that really does help. The first three or four nights we just no one was sleeping and now everyone's cranky. Let's focus on the good. My granddaughter came and visited me for a couple of days. It was too busy. I had too many other people in the house but that's okay. That was that was still amazing and to have that memory with her. She's just turning seven and this is hopefully the start of her annual vacation up there as well. What else? It's really just a matter of sitting back and saying should I or shouldn't I be doing this? Now, there's an old saying, just because you can doesn't mean you should. I tend to use that in a different context. It's usually more about if you're rich enough, smart enough, or perhaps you have the ways and means of doing something, and it may not be a good thing. Just And it's a step back of saying, just because you can doesn't mean you should, okay? There are a lot of ways that applies to life. In a different aspect, so did this week. My husband needs this vacation. It's one of his things. I have finally taken the step to start vacationing by myself once or twice a year, doing things for myself. It's very important for my mindset. And since I don't travel for business like I used to, there are lots of ways that I used to actually get that need met in my life for many, many years. And that's changed now. And I hadn't recognized that the change was also changing how certain needs in my life were being met. Perhaps it's just time to start traveling a bit more for business, taking on projects or things that take me out of town. It's hard to say, but there are things I do enjoy about those types of things, meeting new people, having new ideas, brainstorming that hasn't been happening. And the vacationing that Keith and I do together or that he likes to do is not always what I like to do. We have very, very different interests that way. So what, what do you do about that? Well, boundaries. I speak about them all the time. I needed way more boundaries this particular vacation. My close friends completely understand. They know that too much socializing is too much. They know that I can't have my house inundated with people 24-7. There's a lot of things they understand and they're very, they're very understanding about those types of parts of my personality. What in your life do you need to have boundaries about? Because if I'm going to continue doing this vacation for my husband, it can't go like it did the last two weeks. Oh my goodness, it just can't. <laughs> I can't happen again. So think about that in your life and where you might need to change the change the course, create the boundaries, uh, or maybe you're stuck in a rut and you need to spin your wheels a little bit, get out of that rut and not take those types of vacations anymore. And I'm just focusing on vacation because I just came from one. This could be anything in your life. Maybe it's a job. Maybe you're spinning your wheels and thinking, am I ever going to get out of this job? 
Maybe it's a relationship, one you know you shouldn't be in. doesn't have to be a marriage. Maybe you're just dating someone. Maybe you formed a business relationship and a client or a customer and or a vendor, and you know that is not where you should be. Spinning your wheels is not a bad thing sometimes. Sometimes you just need to get unstuck. But the bottom line is you need to be aware of how that is affecting your life and business and your health and whether it's an avenue or an, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Habit, relationship that needs, that should or shouldn't continue. All right. I think that's all I need to say about that today. I am glad to be back. I will catch you guys on the flip side and I'll talk to you next week. Bye everyone. Thank you for joining me here today. And if you subscribe to my podcast, you won't miss a thing. Remember to focus on not living in regret. You can reach me on Twitter at livingwell8 or email me at livingwellwithshell at gmail.com. Let me know what you like best about today's podcast, leave a review on iTunes, or leave me a message on something you'd like me to speak on next. Have a great day, everyone.